Welcome back to another edition of I Only Listen to 90s Music. We are back after the uh, last episode. Uh, we told y'all, um, well, Stacy told y'all we was doing Janet Jackson overview <laughs> on the last episode. <laughs> so we come back with this review of the Janet Jackson document episode. We got a special guest with us, St. Louis's own, one, uh, one of the homies from the crib out there <laughs> LA doing her thing. She, she was on Hot 104 here, right? I was. Hot 104.1, went out to L.A. doing your thing. What are you doing now in L.A.? Just doing some freelance producing, but really trying to focus on the podcast and make the podcast jump off. Yeah, and the podcast just another girl on the MIC. So if y'all... So really you got you to gotta, you gotta throw in that cold. just another black girl. Oh, I'm sorry. Just another black yeah. girl yeah. on the mic. girl. But see, yeah, because the, the thing MIC. is, though, I thought, is it are the spinoff the, another girl, just another girl from the IRT? Yes, indeed. There you go. That is what it, where I got it from. Yes, yes. I used to love that movie back in the day. That's where I got it from. That is a good movie. That is one of those mm-hmm. movies. And you can't find it streaming nowhere. No. I have it on DVD, though, but you cannot. It's not anywhere you can stream. Yep. Yeah. And who's the man for some reason? You can't I have the, I just got that off um, Amazon. Like, like when the pandemic first started, I got the uh, Who's the Man DVD. Yeah, but you, you can't stream it. Nope, you can't stream it. Me and Javon have a uh, have a race now to find out who can find the stream online first. So me and Javon. For which one? <laughs> for which one? For uh, for uh, who's the man? I don't think it's gonna ever come on streaming. I really don't. Really? Oh man. Uh-uh. I'm still waiting for Strictly Business. <laughs> that's another one. Is yeah, that not on streaming? Another, I didn't even think about that. Uh-huh. I can't find it. <laughs> Mm-mm. There's a section of black movies. I wonder if white people have this issue with their films where they just don't no. have some of their classic films Citizen where they just Kane. can't watch. You can't find you can find Citizen Kane, right? Like, you know, like you can get yeah, easily. You can yeah, you know, we should be able to find just another girl in the IRT. Like <laughs> give me the same principle. There are, there may be some B movie white movies that are out there or something because I don't even want to say cult classics because those always end up doing better and like and being available to people somewhere but there's I'm sure there are a couple of white movies not a ton just some out there that you just can't find anywhere yeah all right let's jump into it Janet Jackson all right um let's get everybody get their initial thoughts and then we'll dive into the whole thing uh, Janae, you are, I guess, what do you think about the overall documentary? You know, I, I didn't love it and I didn't hate it. Um, I didn't really, I didn't really learn anything new from it. Um, I pretty much knew everything that was discussed besides the part where she mentioned that there was a rift between her and Michael doing the, um, right. the filming of Scream, which Scream, I love their collaboration with them. So I didn't know that, but pretty much everything else I knew. So it was kind of like, mm, I almost struggled to get through the first half, honestly. Like I, I cut it off and started it back up, um, but it, it got better to me the third episode, I guess. So I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. Right, Scott. Yeah, same here. Like uh, the thing new to me was her and Mike's relationship was different mm-hmm. kind of when she started singing. She was saying her, her and Mike was different. And then she addressed the baby rumor. Kind of uh, with the ball. I was just, I was just going to say, but did she? Did yeah. she really? <laughs> but other than that, yeah, I give it like a three out of five. All right, Stacy. 
So, um, as y'all know, I never watch stuff when I'm supposed to watch it. I watch it immediately before we film. Um, so it's always fresh in my mind. Um, and I literally called my best friend and I was like, I just finished watching and I didn't dislike it, but I wanted more. And his response was, well, what more did you want? And I'm like, I don't know the answer to that question. Like, I don't know what else I wanted. But in comparison, when you have a documentary that the artist is actually involved in, so when I think about the Tina Turner one, and there was so much more we learned about Tina in that documentary versus with Janet, I don't feel like I learned that much more than what we already knew. Uh, I think she kind of told us what she wanted us to know. Like, there was no big reveal of anything right well I, I think the big thing that I was shocked about was the the the, the set of screen that they weren't like I you, there's no way you can have told me that they were not having an amazing time doing that that it was the two of them back together like old times because when they were uh when they were doing the promos for it that's what they said and then now Dan is like nah that shit was trash right <laughs> and it's like damn really oh man that kind of makes me sad a little bit. That yeah, that was one for me. Mine was mainly what she didn't talk about. Like, she didn't talk about the situation with Q-Tip, no Bobby Brown. Like, people yeah. that are prominent people that were kind of around her. And even production-wise, like, it, nobody wants to talk about that to me, the Joe album. It wasn't because of the Super Bowl. It's because Jermaine Dupree produced it, most of that album. And the singles that were the, the dopest songs on her were the Jimmy Jam songs because she was trying to move away from the Jimmy Jam sound saying it was getting old. And one of them, and I, I had seen interviews with T- Jimmy Jam and Terry and them, and they gave more about Janet musically, I felt, than that did about her music process. From interviews with them, talking about them making Control, I mean, uh, the Control album and making, um, what was it, um, the Janet album, et cetera. Like, she didn't like, that's the way the love goes. She hated that song at first. They had to convince her to do it. They had to convince her. That is my favorite Janet song. They had to convince her to do that. I'm not going to say I'm not a fan of the song. It's not my favorite song. Like, when it came out, it was like, okay. But it wasn't... Uh, I'm never going to just decide to play it. If it's playing, I'll listen to it. But I'm not going to specifically go to find it. But again, not that bad. Um, The other thing I learned... uh, but Coca-Cola pulled the plug on the deal. Yeah. After the uh, micro allegations, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't like the questioning or the questioning of the interviewer with that because a part of me, if I was Mike and I was still alive, I was like, well, yo, you wouldn't have been blown up here if it weren't for me. So, okay, you lost out on this Coke deal, but you made X, you made all this other stuff because of being around me and pops and stuff. So. Okay, but no, I still don't think that that was fair. Like she didn't have, and, and they pretty much dropped her just because of who she was, the last name, and his problems over here. I, yeah. I don't think the Coca Cola. I don't think that was fair. No, 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 no. I'm saying the question of the interviewer, when he was like, "So you think it was his fault? Like you blame him? Like no, nah, you shouldn't blame him. It was just Coke being right. on some BS." Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, she okay. didn't. Like, yeah, and I don't think she blamed him. She just, but she also understood that what the it was. name. With with great power comes great responsibility, and with you having that name, guilty by association. Yeah. David Bowie. So, because I saw it on <laughs> on Facebook first, and then so seeing it and hearing 
them talk about this party when they were kids and David Bowie comes into a room and asked uh, Randy and Mike if they wanted to get some drugs and they were like, nah, and laughing, right? But people like blew it out of proportion. Like, oh my God, like, and, uh, I'm, oh my, that is so disrespectful to mom to be saying this about David Bowie. Look, first off, Jimmy Stardust, I'm sure was out there trying to give drugs to whoever wanted to get some with them. But like the, it, but Randy wasn't even, it wasn't a dig at him. It just was, there were so many people and celebrities and adults that were at, our parties and at our house. And in one instance, David Bowie came in, asked us, do we want some drugs? We was like, nah, that's it. He didn't go into a deep thing about, oh, David Bowie tried to make it, like, it wasn't any of that. But at, there's that sensation. David Bowie was trying to share. Thing. He was trying uh, to share. He was like, man, yeah. I'm going to do it in this room. I mean, that'd be wrong for me not to ask if you want That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, I, I'm in your house. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't go into detail about, oh, and he tried to force us to do this. And he made us, like, nah, none of that happened. He's just, like, Randy literally just recalling the story. Like, man, what's that? They both even asked us if we want some drugs. We was like, nah. And move but on. I, also, I also think it was a name drop, too, because they knew doing that clip and putting mm. that clip out there, that was gonna make more people tune in. Because he didn't have, he could have said, you know, a musician. He could have said anybody offered the drugs to him. He name dropped David Boyd because that would get headlines for the documentary. So it definitely was a click. It was a clickbait name drop. Yeah, he name dropped on purpose. It was so, it was just a, people really ran with it. And I'm like, let it go. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure they knew that that was gonna happen. Plenty of other people were there. Like, I, mean, I think it was a pick, like I saw Red Fox. In the background, yeah. on one of everybody, right? Everybody, everybody is there. Now you know the the drugs was flowing, flowing. Now, now, this is one of my questions: Did any of them other people like Joe Jackson, or did they just come over because it was a cool spot? I don't feel like no Joe Jackson had oh, the friends. No. Like real friends. Oh, <laughs> that they were fucking with Joe. It was yeah. typically Hollywood. It was it was Hollywood. Yeah, like I don't see nobody be like, "No, I'm gonna roll with Joe." <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. I, no. I don't see that one bit. And to that point, there was the interview where um, the woman asked about Joe and how he disciplines the kids. And someone brought up on Facebook, do they ever ask white parents that, right? Like, do mm -hmm. white parents get asked about discipline? And so Joe is up there lying about how <laughs> he takes away Mike's allowance and uh, makes Randy uh, take out all the trash. And it's like, sir. <laughs> That you, you know that that's not all that you're doing. You were asked that question because we've heard some things, and we were just trying to let you tell the truth about it. You can slap one of these kids in the grocery store, and we wanted that we were asking you about it. Like, you know, I just, you know, with Michael, you know, you just take away some of his allowance and everything. Mike paying you out. Like, so don't <laughs> chill out. Like with the with the lies around here. So we start out with going to Gary, Indiana, uh, with Janet. Now, is J Janet is false flagging about Gary, right? Like at some point we have to like say she's from LA, like she's not from Gary. Like 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 the whole she thing. Was like born there. <laughs> yeah, she was like one or two years old. Her brothers blew up when she was like two years old. Yeah, Janet. So like, is are you not from, from Gary? Gary? Like you know. Janet was born in Gary. She was raised in, in, in California and in Encino. The rest of them, now Reby and all them, 
Oh no, Reby's from Gary. <laughs> she still live there. Right. <laughs> Reby got to put down some roots. Okay? I mean, Reby's <laughs> husband is from Gary. Like that. I mean, she got married when they were still in Gary. Right. Yeah. She is Gary all 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 up and through there. Now, but, the but. question one of the questions I had for the beginning here, all the people were outside when she came out the house. Would Jermaine Jackson get these amount of amount of people being outside waiting for him coming out the, the Jackson house? No, it probably just not at all. Collectors. No. <laughs> not at all. There'd be a lot of bill collectors outside the house. And also, there, her, Randy hanging with Janet means that Janet, in my eyes, don't fuck with Jermaine. Either. Like that's foolproof to me because Randy has two. I mean, uh, Jermaine has two kids by his ex-wife, and they haven't talked since the like midnight. Jermaine, Jermaine, and Randy. Jermaine. There's four sets of Jacksons that are cousins and sisters and yeah. brothers. Yeah, it's a whole shit show. Right. Which so, is, <laughs> is I mean, Jermaine? He does not mess with Jermaine. Like there, like they said, like if Jermaine is there, he is not showing up enough. Mm. So I'm wondering if he told Janet, like, are you putting Jermaine in? It, or is he going to be interviewed? Okay, cool. I'm in. I want to know where Latoya was. I was wondering about Latoya too. Because Latoya has never shied away from an interview about her siblings ever. And they're gonna um, do their positive. Negative or positive. <laughs> we ain't seen La- Latoya since Mike died. But uh but like you know, she'd always be like I would always laugh because she's like, oh, you know, I talked to Jan on the phone and blah, blah, blah. And you know how I feel about people name dropping other folks and be lying. It's like, that's hilarious to me. So I, all this time, I've always felt like no one calls her Jan but you and and you're making that up. So um, to watch the documentary, you see hearing people say Jan. I'm like, wait a minute, was Latoya not lying? <laughs> I had to rethink my whole life right now that she wasn't lying. But it is interesting that she wasn't interviewed. Reby all up in there. Where's Toya? Why was she not asked? Have they? Did they feel like she's already given her opinion enough? Are they afraid of what she was going to say? Or did she get interviewed and everything that she said got cut? I was just going to say that. I wonder how many people got interviewed and they got cut. Because yeah. I definitely think that Janet still, this was a documentary about her life, but I definitely think she still wanted to remain as private as possible. Yeah. Janet was only going to give up what she wanted to give up. And having Latoya on there, mm, it might have went. Latoya was gonna spill all the tea. She was gonna let it yeah. all out. It was been a tell-all, but uh, <laughs> can we talk about uh, the baby? Yeah, go ahead. Go. I mean, I was gonna go there next because I was saying that Jermaine thought he was gonna run Motown. I had that next. That, that I came to that epiphany. I, this is all. This is me slandering Jermaine. All my comments are are, are directed around Jermaine Jackson. For the record. <laughs> Why are you being Jermaine? Rhythm Nation album. Well, Jermaine. Is that, no, no, no. Wait, wait, till we get there. wait till we get there. Why are you beefing with Jermaine? What is he's the worst up? person ever, ever. Damn. What I mean, ever. Worst Jackson ever. No, so you had two kids. You took your brother's wife and had two kids with her. Like we start now already. Like you and Bobby Womack are like right here and here. Jermaine's the worst Jackson and Tito was the best. Actually, the exactly. top of my no, notes. Tito is hey, the best Jackson. Right here it says Tito over everybody because 
I'm always riding with Tito. Uh, Tito is the best Jackson. I've always said that. He was the best Jackson. Would have been no fucking Jackson Five. Would have been Tito. That's he brought us three T. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and look, he got low key with it. He got low key. And he was like, "I'm gonna raise these boys." And I he ain't even do them like Joe. He was like, "If y'all want to sing, y'all can." <laughs> he was like, "Y'all want to." <laughs> I don't care if you sing or not. Don't make no This kid's so good that the, his kids have custody of uh, one of the his, Michael Jackson Michael kids. kids. Right. That's how good yeah. he raised his kids. <laughs> Listen, Tito is the shit. I mean, I need. I need. I don't have enough Tito Jackson merchandise in my house. And I'm, I go, to- I'm going as Tito the next time I come out for Halloween. I already got that that uh, that that idea again. I'm going as Draft A Dion. So. But no, go to go to the, the baby. Let's talk about the baby. This alleged uh, this alleged baby, this alleged rumor, and it's even it's funny when she was showing the picture. She's like, people think that you know my niece so and so is my daughter, and blah blah. And one, all the Jacksons look alike. Yep. Period. It just that's just how strong the genes are. Everybody looks the same, even with surgery. Everybody looks the same. They all get the same eyes. So the idea that one of her nieces and nephews looks like her or whatever isn't abnormal. It's typical and families period but i love how she doesn't actually answer the question like there is no no she doesn't she never says no it's a um i would never have hidden a child i would never hide a child from their father like all these things but never no i never got pregnant and had this man's baby and gave it away like and that's what the world was looking for is that plain no it just didn't happen and she never she said, didn't give it. no, it's always like their roundabout answer. So the rumors aren't questioned at this point. Like it's, you, we still don't, we still don't know. And let's keep it, keep it real. James DeBarge was so strung out. You could have gave him $50 in a bucket of chicken and he would have shut up and signed his clothes. So here's the first something I saw the other day that somebody sent me. And so it's <laughs> some, a girl who is James DeBarge's daughter is like, no, Janet is my mother. Um, Bunny DeBarge is like, I remember Janet being pregnant. No, you don't. You don't know what you saw. They were all high. You can't, you can't, they all the all debarges high. are unreliable sources. Unreliable. <laughs> you are so true. And Janet, what did right. you say that um, she, she has an attraction to men who, I guess, struggle with drug addiction? And but then with Jermaine Dupree, she says she's like Jermaine was a good guy. He wasn't addicted to anything. That's the bar. Like that's the bar that's been set. That's how. How did Jermaine pull Janet Jackson? He wasn't on drugs. And you know what's so funny is this lends the credit to Bobby missing with her too. Like on the Lola, like on that. Oh no, with her saying that, you like she did kick it with Bobby. (laughs) Like you know, that's immediately my thought. (laughs) That's the bar. That's how. That's how. That's how real it is out here. Yeah, like. Men, this is what the women are dealing with. This, just don't be on drugs, and you possibly kill somebody. That's it. That's where we are. That's, that's just don't be on drugs. You can get her. Period. But and, and, um, so 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 with the baby, do y'all think that? I mean, honestly, is it a 50-50 hand talk hand hand coin thing? If that's his baby, that's this baby thing is true. I don't think it's true, but I feel like there's more to this story. There's, there's something that happened in regards to a pregnancy that, and I think that they are very careful in what they say or don't say because they don't want to bring up something else. So it could have, she may have uh, miscarried or something like that. Don't know. But I do feel like 
because we just can't get that flat out no something there's something there but it's it's too much or it's going to cause too much pain to to deal with it something's not right i would have to agree i would have to agree with that i don't think that there's actually a physical child anymore I don't think that Janet Jackson has a daughter out here that Reeves raising and you know none of that. But I do agree that something happened. So I wouldn't be surprised if she was pregnant at one point. And you know, like she like Stacy said, a miscarriage or took it to the clinic, you know, yeah. something happened around that time. So yeah, what, I would have what to about agree. you, Scott? You 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 uh, no, I, I agree with everything, but I do say Reby does look well equipped to raise a child. <laughs> I would trust her with my kid. I would definitely trust Reby with my first Reby was raising all of them. <laughs> yeah, she's the oldest. She's the oldest though, right? Yeah, she's the oldest. Yeah, she's yeah, the oldest. Yeah. And she got married at 17, 18, somewhere around there. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. She had to get the hell up out of that. But Reby was over there raising them, raising them kids anyway. So yeah, Reby had absolutely Raise uh, some old children. Right. Yeah. She got it. I mean, we really stepped out with that centipede, and then her husband said, You need to get home. Like, no. Nah. <laughs> nah, uh-uh. Now you had your little fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You had your Bring it on. Bring it on in. You cut your one little record. You cut your one little record. You catch a little record. You got to be on Soul Train. That's what you said you wanted to do, right? <laughs> You said you missed out on what your brothers and sisters did. You said you missed out on it. You got it now. We done. Come on home. No, come on home. home. Somebody got to come over here and watch these kids. Hold on. Did Reeby ever come out with an album? Hold on. I don't don't know. Did she? I feel like there was an album called Centipede. I feel like that was the album. Yeah, I'm Googling it now. Hold on. Did Reeby come out with an album? I know. I mean, and, and for the record, I think Centipede's a horrible song, but. Um, it was people would love. You know, she came out with four albums. <gasps> the last one was a gospel album. Oh, oh, yep, yours faithfully. Yeah, that one was on uh, my, uh J- Michael's re- label, MJJ. Okay. Are you tough enough? Eighty-eight. Reaction and centipede. She, she went. She sold three hundred thousand units on in eighty-eight. Ow. Yo, this is really Jackson's a powerful. Hey, the Jacksons are powerful. They really That's sold 300,000. 300,000. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't know that she was a widow. Yeah, he died a couple years ago, her uh, husband. Mm. He's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Mm. Mm. Dang, yeah. Re- okay, well, then stayed out there for me. He let her come out every four years, it looked like. Every two, three, four years. <laughs> like, she really, like, you said every two or three years, you can do your thing. <laughs> That is funny. So yeah. what did y'all think about like the process of uh, uh, put on here um, process of her working with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis like how she was kind of getting frustrated with them and you like yo you know you put, they finna produce your joints like I love seeing that yeah I love seeing that I love seeing them um, just that that process in the studio right that to, just to be able to see like it, it wasn't always happy times I mean not that it was bad but there's, they're going to have those conversations and, and go back and forth and try to make some stuff happen and people cussing and all that. Because like when you mm-hmm. just over the years of just seeing them, you just think it was always magic. 
no matter what. Like you walked in and what, the track was already there and she sang. And hey, what's so funny, Stacey? Terry Lewis acted like you. He's like, I'm just leaving. Go give me a sandwich. Terry Lewis did a Stacey. He's like, I'm just going to go give me a sandwich. I'm going to be back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was bugging up. I was like, yo, there's some Stacey stuff right there. Like, I'm going to get, I, whatever y'all do, I'm going to give me a sandwich. I'll be back. Yeah, he said, I'll be back. You know, I will leave a situation in a minute and be like, all right, then. Well, y'all figure that shit out. I'm going to go see if they got some wings out yep. there. <laughs> And um, Jimmy seemed like he's the patient one. Jimmy seemed like he was the patient one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, don't I right? Oh, like um, let's say y'all put her and Jimmy Jam in the studio. Um, and I was laughing at him being like, "You need to do this. You need to do it that way." And I'm like, "That ain't Ike being like, sing the song like the way I told you. Sing the song. I I know the song. I wrote the song, Jimmy. Well, you wrote the song. Got the goddamn words. Like they, I loved." Um, again, seeing that. Um, also, we need to give Paula Abdul her flowers. Oh, and no, no. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. It's written. I have it written there. Like, it's like, I mean, I knew at the back then, I knew that Paula Abdul did her choreography, but I think people don't really realize who Paula Abdul is. They know her. No, Some folks know her from Idol, but they do not know. But she also was messing with Jackie Jackson. That's why she got the hookup to be around Janet, too. Hey, but hey, she ain't come in there uh, doing no dumb shit either. No, no, no. She, look, she, she took her work. opportunity and she and she made the best of it. And look, what she was right? doing. Like She can't, like, you know, folks will give somebody a job and they ain't qualified. And they're not qualified. You're right. This is, and, this is nepotism at its best. And, right. And she came in and did what the hell she had to do. And it's a... Uh, uh, we, I think people forget that. Or I'm going to say forget. Some people simply just don't know or they don't want to give her that shine. And it's like, you got to you gotta give it up for Paula Abdul, period. Like, those those flowers need to be I agree. given to her. Like, when she was, by the time she was on American Idol, um, people felt like, like, just watching her on there, she was kind of like, did see a little bit and always her and Simon going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's a reason that she can be here to be a judge. This woman was was out here doing some stuff before it her was resume. Okay. Yeah, her resume is long. Check long. the resume. Please check uh, the resume. Also, Regina King, when they were when she, they were talking to her about poetic justice. Not that I forgot that Regina King was in poetic justice, but when I the first when they first showed Regina King, it I didn't it didn't click in my mind why she was there. And then mm-hmm. it was like, oh shit. I'm like, I'm like Regina King has been everywhere. Like, I'm glad that she's getting more recognition now, but Regina King been on my screen since, what? when did 227 come out? Oh, 84, 85. 86, 87, since she was burned up. So, like, the flowers, people, the flowers, please, like, do not forget. It ain't, it, it's, some, it's some folks out here who have been entertaining us for quite some time significantly so what what y'all think about the relationship between her and uh frenchie renee yeah i call him frenchie Uh, i wrote renee was with her shooting in the gym (sighs) so we talk like you know there's always that people get divorced whatever right and you know who uh who gets what and and the wife wasn't there making them baskets and she wasn't doing them practice and everything renee was in there shooting in the gym like i'm i don't know what he got in the divorce settlements but if he did get some money okay like but, but also it shows why she couldn't be with jermaine dupree either because she was used to somebody 
being at her beck and call like a guy would when a guy's with a woman and then she's always there helping him out and taking care of things. Brene was doing that for Janice. So when she got with somebody that was hustling at the same level, she didn't know what to do. I, f- I feel like even though she's like, I ain't seen for three or four weeks, but like a lot of celebrity couples are like that. I'm assuming if y'all hustling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that uncommon? Like, <laughs> like, if y'all hear, what did you ask? I didn't hear you. No, I said, is that uncommon? I mean, I'm just saying like, when she's like, I wouldn't see Jermaine for like three or four weeks. And I'm like, I would assume a lot of celebrity couples, if they're, if you're doing a movie, I'm producing an album, we may talk every night, but I may not see you for three or four weeks. You know what I'm saying? If y'all schedules are like that, I think she was used to Renee being with her at all times. See, I'm always on the fence. I don't really like mixing personal with business. Um, so I, I didn't really that like too. the fact that he was, I didn't really like the fact that Renee was so intertwined in her business. I yep. didn't, I didn't. And so when it all ended, I'm, I'm sure that settlement was not messy, but I'm sure she came out a lot of money that I don't necessarily think he deserved. Yeah, I think he was with her in the early stages before the blow up, but I'm just not mixing business and personal just doesn't work well with me. There's always, there's a thin line there and I feel like it's crossed or people don't know when to step over it and when not to step over it. So. I don't know if I really like that relationship. I didn't like, I don't know if I like the business part of it. Why was he in like, the Coca-Cola meeting? Like, I, I, feel like I, was he, like, I feel like he was yeah, speaking he for was, her. Yeah, he was like speaking for her in certain, so that's a, that's another issue with me. Um, just yeah, with women, I feel, from... black women, I feel in this business, they <laughs> tend to let their partners take over when they don't really have the experience to take over. Um, and so I kind of saw that with, that particular relationship. Wait a minute. I'm glad you said, where did I write that out? There was something that she said and, and it made me start thinking about black women protecting black men. What did I write? Um, is it because is it because some women, need, they feel protected particularly within the industry, Janae, you feel where like all these people are coming at them and this guy is the one that's like protecting, keeping people off of them. So therefore they let them have more access. I think that's a little right. bit of it. I think that's a little bit of it too, but I also think it's an ego stroke. I think some women, Black women in particular, who are so successful and when they get with a man that's under them, not as successful um, as them, not as financially equipped as them, I think it's more of a stroke of the ego. Like, okay, let me bring you in. Let me bring you into my life and let me help you come up. Let me put you on. (laughs) Yeah, let me put you on. So, and, and I, I don't really like that because it doesn't always end well. But I feel like they do it because they don't want their their partner to feel less than. So they right. want to they want to bring me. You don't want to emasculate them. Exactly. Um, so I I don't disagree with you. I think with but I think with their relationship, I think for a while it worked. Right. That the the creativeness that she wanted to have, he understood that and he understood what needed to be done to execute that vision. So if she couldn't speak up, he could speak up and be like, nah, she's not going to like this. Like if she has to be 20 places, she can go to 19. He can go to the other one and still be able to get it done for her. But with that, I think if he started getting a little too big for his britches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think if he could have stayed in just that 
I'm helping her do what she needs to do. But they never stay. I feel like that's no. I was just gonna say that, Janae. Like, yeah, they natural. never stay in that. They never stay in that lane. That's why you always you have that risk when you bring them in because they never stay in that lane. But I think that right. women too, though. I think I think that's period. You should like Janae said. You should separate your business from your personal because even if you bring a woman in and like say your lady is styling you and now. Now she just now she coming in running the set like oh no no you know D wanted like this and we need to have even like all she was is is, is stylist at first just going you know going well we to don't see Republic. that we don't see, we don't see it as often with men and and black men in particular black entertainers in particular we don't see them bringing in their spouses and stuff to handle this business it's all I feel it's more of us. Black I know a lot of dudes that let they, 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 they girls are uh, styling them and then all of a sudden they're running a video, video shoot. I've seen it. I think, it, I'll say this, it probably... You just got my Jordans from Foot Locker now you're running this I think it probably, it, it probably does happen with women. It's just we're, we see it more with successful women and not as successful men. It's and then, ego, but then ego, of course, ego. when you date somebody who is on your level, then you know you in it for the money. But that's but no, but no, it's ego though, Stacey, because it's like if, if you if you gotta think of another dude like you dating Janet Jackson and you just a dude that's an accountant at KPMG, and then they like. Dang, so y'all, she just take care of everything, huh? Like, you got people coming at you like that. Some people cannot sit there and not take it. Like, well, you know I do all her taxes, right? <laughs> and I wash her car on Saturday. Yeah. I done got, like, got a set up with LLC. Yep, exactly. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, I got all that together. You know, I saved all this money. Y'all don't even know about it. I rake the leaves. Yeah. So that's that's what it is. And you can see him getting it. They like, why was he directing the music video again? Like, I like, why was he directing that music video? <laughs> like why exactly it was like where did it where did where did that come from well, why comes, is he doing this but a, you know like Stacey said, he, did, he did know he did know her so he knew what she was like you know what she was comfortable with so that worked but it was just like he doesn't have experience to do this well he comes from a film family like just like she comes from a music family he comes from a family it's like Steven Spielberg family <laughs> Like that's that's that. That's where it all comes from. It it I, I think I, I don't think I knew that he um directed the video, which I is kind of I don't know if and, and I mean I'm not a man, but I don't if if, if I was a, a as a woman, I don't know if I could direct a video and I'm telling the actress, okay, I need you to put your hand into his pants though. <laughs> um I I know myself. I'm not secure enough to do that. So um, that that's just I don't care who vision it is. Because even Gary Jordan was like, "Yes, is your is your man cool with this?" Like he's the one directing. He was like, "Oh, okay." Like what? Like, yeah, like um, yeah, I'm not um, like I said, I'm not secure with that. I don't give a damn who vision it is. You put put your hand there and see what happens. Like that's what it's it's gonna be a whole problem of life. <laughs> Grand opening, grand closing on set is what's gonna yeah. happen. That's I just happen. always, I didn't know much about him. I just always knew those were his hands on that Rolling Stone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah Samuel <laughs> Jackson was like, he's like, did we ever find out whose hands those were? Like they were, like that. I didn't. I'm like, if they were names, yeah. that I know. I don't know. But, that was just to me. I don't know. He, he, it's like he was like low key cloud chasing. It's like, it's like if you really like look like, not, it wasn't like overt cloud chasing, but it's like. I'm guessing if you hung around them, it was like, why is he everywhere we at? 
And then you you accumulated over time and realized this dude clout chasing is a young folks act. I would love to see all of the footage that he has because if he was recording that all much of that time. All the whole time they were together. And you know, and you know he got some nasty stuff too, because he Renee seemed like Quincy mm-hmm. seemed like he that type of guy to be to be an asshole like that. Right. But then I like how they framed it. They were like, it just when someone has a camera all the time, it becomes a thing. And when he, and when she's telling him, Don't film my mother, and he's not stopping. So and then for me, um, that would have been a problem. Like, I don't care how long you've been together. I've told you don't film my mama. Mm. We don't play with Catherine. And Catherine is uh is too nice to say something. Brenda would have cussed him out. But um, but yeah, that's that's a problem for me because there I'm, I'm setting a, a boundary and you clearly are just trying to overstep. Doesn't that. care about yeah. You don't care about my boundaries. You don't care about my boundaries. You don't care about my mama. So, and you know they are all crazy about their mother. They all crazy about Joseph, which is a whole other. The respect. I actually respect that they still have respect. She still have respect for her dad, even though he pressed them. She still respected him. Which they all do. That, I think maybe except for well, I ain't gonna say Latoya, but like they, the respect that they still have for their father after everything is amazing. Yeah. Like, did anybody I, I, find I, it weird that Randy kept saying your dad, your father? Yep. Your brother. I didn't find it weird. It was shade. I didn't find it weird. <laughs> I was it's like, no difference than when I text my sisters and be like, so anybody talk to them? Like, y'all talk to y'all mama today? Or why your mama just called right, me? Right. I do that. I do that with my friends and family. But it, it, the way he just kept saying it in every conversation was just weird to me. He was like, yeah, because your dad was doing it. I'm like, what Yeah, but, and they, but they call him Joseph too, don't they? They all call him Joseph. Mm-hmm. They call him by his first name, Joseph. Yeah. yeah. Shade is what it was. I, I wonder what he calls Jermaine. Nigga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that greasy nigga. <laughs> you know this nigga that I thought that's he think he's Islamic now. Like <laughs> is Jermaine still with the wife? Is Jermaine still with his wife? No, man, come on, man. Jermaine's been married like five times. I don't follow up with Jermaine. Oh, I stay on his ass. I stay <laughs> on his ass. If, if I want to know when he died, I'll know first. <laughs> I got them Google alerts on for Jermaine Jackson <laughs> and death. I don't think I've seen Jermaine since Michael died. I don't keep yeah. up with Jermaine. No, no Jermaine you know, being the cut is uh, Jackie. Jackie being the cut. I Jackie has had Jackie kids. Or Marlon. Where's Marlon? Well, Marlon, Marlon is the real gangster of all of Marlon. He owns like a hell of a lot of real estate in like Ghana. Mm. Like he's a big time yeah. low-key like real estate investor in LA and in Ghana. Like he's got like like he was getting stuff in Ghana in the nineties before it became cool for black folks to be buying property in Africa. He was on it. Okay. Yeah. And then Jackie just has to the twins that are like three. <laughs> Keep in mind, Jackie's gotta be a good sixty-eight. I was gonna say Jackie's no Jackie is ja- wait, is Jackie? Is Ruby and Jackie are like a year apart. Jackie the Jackie, oldest boy. I mean, Jackie the oldest boy. Yeah. Ruby's in her 70s. So Jackie, yeah, he's about 68, 69. Yeah. You gotta think Mike, Mike would have been sick. Actually, no. Hey man. <laughs> well, because Jermaine is 67. Oh, uh, that means Jackie's like 74. No, because I think Ruby is only like 71. I think she's, she's only early 70. Yeah, they all they stir step kids. That's right. Yeah, he they had them, but she Catherine was popping them out back to back. 
Um, wait a minute. There was something that I wrote about um, when you get to the Super Bowl instrument, the incident. Um, so, okay, it goes. So it's Reby in 50, Jackie 51, Tito 53, Jermaine 54. So Jermaine's three years younger than Jackie, four years younger than Reby. So she's 71. Yeah. That's what but, but Jackie's out there having twins at like 69 years old. That's... <laughs> That's men. Y'all are mean. Y'all are keep having kids until you just can't. And by can't, I mean I have died. Like that's it. <laughs> oh, okay. My bad. It was 2012. He got married again in 2012 and had twins. And how old is the, the wife? Oh, I remember she's like she's younger than us. I'll tell you that. I remember I'm that. sure she is. <laughs> I'm sure 20, she 20, is. Like 28. <laughs> look, ain't no look, ain't no 50-60 year old woman willingly having uh twins. So Okay. Not willingly, not at all. Something ter- went terribly wrong in that equation. Um, to point out something Janae mentioned earlier about Black women protecting men. Um, when they get to the Super Bowl and Janet was like, yeah, uh, Justin called me and I She's told him She's to be quiet. No, She's like, I told him to be quiet and don't say anything. And I'm like, why? And I'm and like, I was, oh, so, dis- I was and so disappointed. And that extremely disappointed in that because one, we've been mad at Justin for quite some time, still am. But two, <laughs> why the hell did you tell him to be? Why did he have to be? She's like, Well, you know, they, I knew that they were going to come after him, and I told him to just be quiet. Why are you protecting him? She's like, They're just going to come after me, and you're in real, like, why are you protecting him? But even if she told him to be quiet, that was like the day after, right? And she said mm-hmm. he called her the day yeah. after. Okay, so once it went on and they started slandering her and blackballing, if that was my friend, even though they told me to be quiet, I'm stepping out front. Like, hey, I'm coming to defend my friend. I don't care what, because at that point, I'm sure Janet didn't think it was going to get be as bad as it was the next day when she talked to him. Mm-hmm. So we got a month later, she can't get on no TV shows, drop, being dropped and everything. And Thank you Lord still don't do anything. And then further down the line, when mm-hmm. you're ready to come out with a new album, you're on the radio joking about the incident and pretty mm-hmm. much just throwing shade at her left and right. No, I can't. Mm-mm, I'm not forgiving it. I'm still mad. I still don't support Justin. I don't care what Janet says. Right. It's it was a, it's he no. was filed. And I was highly upset and disappointed to find out she told him not to say anything that that does that upsets me in in many ways because again why are you protecting protecting him why 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 and again we, we no one knew it was going to blow up the way that it did i didn't right. when it when it happened i didn't see the nipple i didn't see I it. Didn't brandon saw it like my best friend saw it he was like i think i just saw her titty and i'm like you did not see no damn titty on cbs and <laughs> like, and again, this is this is 2004, so it, internet is a little shaky. But come to find out, <laughs> there was a titty on CBS, and the, the you know, and the whole world turned against her, which was in, fucking insane. The but entire it, world, right? It, it's like totally freaking insane. But like you, to your point, you defend your friend. You say something, right? You're not going to sit here and just keep saying this shit about her. Or the fact when now you're at the Grammys and she's disinvited. You can't, right. You should have like, stood 10 toes down with her. Like, if she can't come, I'm not coming. Nigga, that's simple as that. Like, oh, like, she can't come, I'm not coming either. Sorry, I can't support this. And both of us can't come, neither one of us is going there. Whatever, yeah. like, 
easy. Even if you, and even if you didn't want to make a statement of saying why you didn't want to come, I mean, you still should have, but just don't go. Whatever. But um, yeah, you don't, there's that, that doesn't make me feel any better about the situation. Yeah. Knowing now that she told him that like, like, well, he was quiet because she told him to. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and I feel like Randy may have felt some type of way when she told him that she told Justin to be quiet. He just kind of looked like, is that what happened? Like, I, <laughs> and he's like Did you? I feel like the family felt some type of way about that. A whole thing. Titties all over. 43-year-old titty on CBS. Yeah, I, I I didn't I never I didn't see it either. Like I had I had to go research back on my own personal basis to make sure there was a titty. Um, because I didn't see it live. But I, I had to go. I had to do my own research to find titty. Uh, on the I saw it live. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it live. It's the way he said he saw it though. I saw it live. <laughs> so, what do y'all think about the the Jermaine Dupree section of the uh, of the documentary? Jermaine fucked that up. Look, I understand that she was used to someone being around her all the time. And I, I've very simply put, I've been in relationships where that, like that, where I was with the guy. We were always together. And then when you start dating someone who can't, who doesn't have that ability to be with you all the time, it is an adjustment. However, and everyone will tell you this, no matter who, like, it's, it's, it's still true. You make time for what the fuck you want to make time for. There you go. Period. Like it's, I don't give a damn like what you what you got going on. Like you could be in the NBA, the NFL, whatever the hell. Like your, your schedule is crazy. You make time for what the hell you want to do. And the fact that she's like, she's like, why did it end? And she was like, well, you know, I heard that he was cheating when they asked Jermaine. So why did it end? Uh, why did it end? Um, uh, I'm like, this nigga finna lie right now. Like the fact that he had the, you heard what the man said. It wasn't a it wasn't a crazy question of why did it end? That's it. Oh, why did it oh uh well uh you know the crazy thing is you know being with Janet the way that life works, you know, um you know uh what had happened was sometimes when you a man, you know, and you dating a woman, um other women want to talk to you because you a man. I thought that was the most BS answer because you was it already was. famous. It was totally BS. You was already famous though. I'm trying to figure out. It's not like you was working. I do agree. I do agree with him. I think it was definitely a bogus answer, but I think it was the truth because he got Janet Jackson. People are he wondering had, how. I mean, she was already doing stuff. He didn't have, he uh, Jermaine Dupri has not had anyone on his arm the status of Janet Jackson. And so people have always leave. wondered, people have always wondered, how did Jermaine Dupri pull Janet okay. Jackson? That's attractive. Unfortunately, that's attractive to other women. Like, oh, he pulling Janet? I'm more attracted to him. That's kind of like a, a not so attractive guy, ugly guy pulling a fine ass girl. Yeah. It's it now you got all these other women that's like, oh, well, he not that bad looking. When two months <laughs> it, ago, it, he, was, it he wasn't cute at all. But now because she with him, he ain't that bad looking now that I look at him. So she I agree with him. I do think more women went after him when he got with Janet. It, 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 his profile went up. More people knew about him. An audience that didn't even know him now knows him. So I agree. I think his profile did go up and they was probably just throwing it at him. It works both ways, though, because it's that you see the two of them together 
the women are like, well, how he pull her? I probably like, I, you know, maybe I could, maybe I could get with him. And the men are like, not nah, she let uh Jermaine uh Jermaine mm-hmm. Dupree hit. I know I'm gonna mm-hmm. that nigga. So they like, no, so everybody's gonna come at it. But what Janet said, the re I it was a long time ago, something I saw, and she talked about how men don't approach her because they're intimidated by her. She's fucking Janet Jackson. Jermaine wasn't afraid of him. And, <laughs> and that's the, and attractive in itself. That's and that's, attractive that's itself. it. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, he like, hey, how'd you end up with him? He asked for my number. Mm-hmm. Y'all niggas ain't asked for my number. Yeah. Simple as that. Like, you just automatically assume. But it, no matter how much pussy was thrown at him, you fucked that up. No, he did. He dropped it. Yeah, he definitely you dropped You had it. Janet yep. Jackson. And you And she wanted to marry him. him. Wanted to marry him and have babies. Like she was all in and she thought that that was it. And what you do? Go out here wondering where the party at and then found it. <laughs> found it. Found it. Found it. Trying to get trying your to, confessions off. Trying to live it, live his confessions. Yeah. Right. right. Out here fucking up and you, you fucked that up. But um, as some celebrity couples as I've seen, um, he can still get them back. And oh, I definitely see them getting back together though. That's the part of like the part of it. I feel like I ain't get it back. But he, I mean, he, he's. I can see how he could be a guy that or someone can like, a, a woman can like. Like I'm not saying attractive was. I'm saying normal. I can see that dude being a, be able to kind of intermix in different settings with people. You know what I mean? So like, that's an attractive thing for anybody dealing with anyone else. Like, even if you're you're dating a woman, you're like, man, I could take her to sit down to Sprues, and we can go to uh, you know. You know, the Ritz Carlton and kick it at this. Like, if someone able to do that, that's a real attractive thing in general. Well, what he has his own money, he doesn't need hers, and that's a, that's a big <laughs> deal, yeah. right? Is that he he's successful in his own right? Without her, he was like he had a name before then. He still has a name now. Um, and two, he's a regular guy. He's not like there's. There's just this difference. There are some men when they get to, and some women too, but when you get to a certain level, they start acting a little different and they're just very coup de gras, too much shit, right? Like I know that's not the right term, but it works for what I'm trying to say. Like they just become too much. And I think he was just normal enough for her. Like just, we can just chill and be okay. We don't have to be on and we don't have to be this celebrity couple. We can just be together and be fine. And I think that's I think that's a was a big selling point probably for him. Mm. So what do y'all do, do y'all think it was something that they she really did not talk about the relationship with the with her husband? I guess it's now. They did they bring it up? She skipped, she skipped all over that. I read a comment online and they were like, Oh, I thought she was she did IV or she was um, I didn't even know she had a husband with the baby. They thought that she got pregnant via in vitro. No. And I, the documentary didn't help them. Like she skipped straight yeah. through that. Like now, it was a shout out to my friend as an OBGYN. She thinks that she didn't wasn't impregnated naturally, but had the fetus impregnated and then put in her. So like she didn't like have sex to have the baby. It was like we put the thing together and we put it in you for you can have the baby. Yeah, because she was what 50 when no, she No, I think she I don't think that that was the case. I, I don't she think that was the case. Like you can I mean you can easily <laughs> huh? you can have you can have kids that late. But is she still married? 
No, no they're not. Divorced. They divorced now. No, they 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 divorced. Um, that, like I said, I don't even remember who that nigga was. Like it just was. You uh, like think, some Arabic dude? Yeah, mm-hmm. she slid in, got her baby, and then was like, "Well, all right then." It's got like five hundred mil. Yeah, she got like some yeah. crazy amount of dough too, I'm right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, yep. chill, she good. Got the baby, yeah. got the bag, called Jermaine. <laughs> hey. And not Let's a go brother. To Magic City, get some wings. Okay. <laughs> I hey, got hey. a sitter tonight. <laughs> right. Hold on, hold on. So you saying that she <laughs> heard Jermaine set this up? Like, you know what? We Look, up. she wanted a baby. All right. She wanted a baby. Ain't wasn't getting no younger, getting older by the minute. Go and get this baby, secure the bag, Jermaine. What's good? You want to come spend it with me? <laughs> I, I recoup my money I lost since uh, since the Super Bowl. I recoup. Got, <laughs> I recoup. My, money Got my money up. Like they didn't show the the baby at all. Like they like, like every time they show it was like a hide. Like they show, there's but no I don't baby think she's part. ever. Yeah, I don't think she's ever shown him though. Like when you see her post for his birthday, it's like the back of his head. You know, or it's oh, still so, the same. So we don't one. have a picture of her son. Period. Then. Like when there, I think there was one floating about when he was like six months old that she posted, but she does she hasn't posted anything since then. So I'm not surprised we didn't see him in the documentary. Yeah, like, I, I, I kind of thought that we'd see like a glimpse or just a background blurry shot or something. She was all you saw was her with a bottle and a diaper bag. <laughs> her baby, the new blanket. That's it. I mean, but they have to protect their blanket. Like yeah, it's, it's in. They have to. They when I found to. out why Michael um, made his children come out with masks on, I understood it. I think uh, Paris or someone spoke about it after he passed, and she said that they were able to live a normal life because the world didn't know what they looked like. So they were mm-hmm. able to go to birthday parties and things like that because mm-hmm. no one knew what they looked like because every time they were out with him, they had mm-hmm. he made them wear the coverings on their face. So I'm like, I get it. Because at first, I was like, like, nobody knows what Paris looks like. Like, nobody knows what Paris Jackson looks like in general. Like, you got to look it up. It's not like you, like, if you saw her walking in Walmart, you wouldn't be like, that's No, I know what she looks like. Well, I know what she looks like now because she's all over the place. Especially after he had passed away. But before then, I'm like, oh, I get it. That makes sense. I thought it was weird, but it makes sense. So they were able actually to have a, a childhood and not be bombarded and, you know, attacked. So he did. I guess that was the right thing to do. You gotta protect the babies. Yeah. They just any. It it wouldn't have mattered what the kids were doing, just because they were his kids. Mm-hmm. Like they could have been living the most, doing the most normal thing. And uh, Jackson allows daughter to play with Barbie doll outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Scandal. Everything would have. Yeah, everything would have been a headline. So I really, I, I get it. Do you think? Do you think it's worse now? I mean, I guess, is it was it worse then for them as like Michael Jackson and Janet? Like, I don't know. Do people get swarmed like that anymore? Like, where it's like besides Beyonce, maybe, where it's just like people just running down the street after them, like a, like like you saw those with Janet being in Milan. Yeah, I don't think we have anybody. I don't think we have anybody like that. Beyonce would probably be the the number one. I don't think we have stars like that anymore. Right. So would it be even be a thing of like you know like your kids like like for being protective of the kids is. Is it because Jen is so old school with it and she's like, I didn't know how it is? Mm-mm. I think she still needs, I think she still needs to protect them though, because even it's still Janet Jackson's child. So, you know, 
any anything the child if, if people know what this child looks like they're gonna cameras are gonna be in their face regardless the, the child yeah. can be out with a cousin at a birthday party and somebody's like oh that's janet's child and now they're all over the internet and stuff like that so i definitely think that she needs to continue to protect her child especially when they're younger you know they can't defend themselves it's like this is her life not the child's life and people so will slander a baby. It's nothing. Like, I mean, we've seen it on the internet. A regular ass person posts a picture of their kid and the comment section goes insane. Mm-hmm. So if that can happen to just anyone as a celebrity, like, I mean, look at how this is the Blue Ivy. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, they Prime see the on Blue Ivy. Mm, that's the point. Like, which is why you probably we don't see them uh them new babies too much. Yeah. See them once a year. Nigga. Nah. One time a year. Once a year, you get a little sneak peek of them new babies, and that's it. You see, they getting bigger. Right. <laughs> they still here. All right, then. What what did what what more? I guess we talked about what we didn't what see in this. What more did we? I mean, I guess we kind of didn't really know what we wanted to see. I think maybe a little bit more of, for me, a little bit more of her kind of thoughts about, like said, like when Mike died, it felt like she was kind of still beef with Mike almost. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it was like, she was sad because it was a brother, but it wasn't like, damn, it was like. I don't think that they were on the best of terms. That's what I'm wondering. I, I, I think it was more like she hinted. You know, people, it was people inside his head. Yep, like that's trying to separate them. So I, don't necessarily, right. I don't necessarily know if they had an actual beef that was going on. I just think that it was people in his head and that was keeping them separated. So when he passed, yes, yeah, my brother, but she probably hadn't talked to him or seen him in a while. And, I, and to that point, I think it's that that basically it's that relationship or that friendship that is no longer there as strong as it was and you'll never be able to fix it now. Mm-hmm. there's no way to go back in and do and fix any part of it so that that hurts in itself but even when she in the beginning when she sees the mural of uh the jackson five on the and she gets all teary-eyed about it or just just a couple of times as she mentions michael like you can just tell that hurt is there you feel that yeah like she, she is hurt that their relationship changed like that bothers her so yeah for him to pass and them not be able to fix it I I can't imagine what like you 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 gotta you gotta eat that like you gotta deal with that every day that you didn't wh- whatever happened between y'all never was resolved. Resolved. Yeah. And what Jermaine punk ass want to do? Still go on tour? Of course. Jermaine, because you know the Jacksons was getting back together. They had the Jacksons reunion. Remember they had the reality yeah. show and all that stuff. And this they was like, we still should go on tour though. Mike was like, oh. I, they was gonna do the Fox. Jermaine, like, let me get that money. Jermaine was trying to get that money. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the, the, we got a strike now. They, they, they having sympathy for the Jacksons. Like, mm. But think about how much money that that's, uh, screen tour would have been for, like, that Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson tour. Oh, yeah. Like, Michael, yeah. Michael dropped a lot of bags, too. Now, don't get it twisted. He made a lot of bread. But that Michael Janet show? But <laughs> I think at that point we Michael was ordered just... to go. No, exactly. But I would have tried to sneak in or something. 
something. Yeah. What are you saying, Janae? What are you saying, Janae? You said I just don't. I think at that point Michael just didn't. He didn't care. Michael was like, I got money. Yeah, he you made know, it yeah, you know, I think when, to... <laughs> when certain when celebrities get to a certain status, what we think is a lot of money, they don't even care. But it's not even for the money at this point, like a legacy of that, like a tour with Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson. Michael ain't give a fuck about none of that. Listen, I was, exactly. they was doing Can You Feel It, they didn't, Michael didn't need their asses no damn more. No, right. no, no, no. Michael, he did that as a favor legacy. too. He was um, like, my legacy is set. Michael didn't care about that. None of that shit. He ain't even do them Pepsi commercials. Yeah. Like, Pepsi fucked around and fucked him up forever. And then he didn't even need to be there. Didn't even have to be there at that point. Like, once at once Thriller hit, he was good. Hey, do you think Mike was just jealous because Janet had better albums than he did? That was a question. That was my last question at the end was, <laughs> Does Janet Jackson actually have better music than Michael Jackson overall? <laughs> I think Jan I think Janet has better music overall than Michael. She got better albums. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I like I like I uh, I think I like more of Michael's songs. Michael only got two or three albums now that are, that are decent or good. And nobody wants to talk about that. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk about, about that blow on the dance floor album. You got off the wall. You got thriller. You bad. got bad and dangerous, dangerous, and dangerous. So you got dangerous, right? Yep. And then yep. after that, it gets a little shaky. Now, Invincible was actually a good album, yep. but at that point, yeah. life was a little different. However, <clears throat> and it, as it was mentioned, um, that what Janet not outsold, but she had more hits off of her uh, first album than Thriller did. Yes, and the reality is. Off the Wild and Thriller are great albums, but it ain't that many hits on there per se. Or like it's a, I get some skippables. I got some stuff I can skip on there. Ain't too much skipping on that control or skipping on that uh, rhythm, uh, nation. Uh, rhythm nation. Right. I'm like, what? What would I skip on control? Like, I know there's something on control that I don't listen to, but like, but basically, it's it. There's more. Well, it's more songs and just more. Um, yeah, like look, control. What have you done for me lately? Pleasure principle. Um, doesn't know I'm alive. Nasty. You can be mine when I think of you. Let's wait a while. Funny how time flies. So that's like twelve. That's like twelve singles. <laughs> yeah, the control album beginning to end slams. It does. I, I guess for me, I think overall, I like more. You like? I think Michael has the bigger thing. Michael has the bigger right. song, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mike has Mike, the bigger song. Write this down. Mike's videos are what sell it. Thriller is not that great of a song. It's really it's not. The video <laughs> that is not. Yeah. Y'all can, can come for me in the comments all you want. You ain't out here singing thriller. You ain't putting it <laughs> press play. You ain't out here, you know, requesting to hear it on the TV. Like it. It's you don't hear it during Halloween. That is the truth. Oh my, that is the truth. It is the video sells that song. Without the video, Thriller ain't worth a damn. It's plenty of other songs you that. I, to. I have to give you that. Versus Janet having songs that you can you don't need the video for. Same thing with and then uh, as my best friend said, he's like he's like I never really like Scream. I said that's another one of those video, video. sellers. I'm like the song. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, the song is about 
social injustice. I'm tired of your stuff, tired of your stuff. Like, so that's fine, but it's the video. We wanted to see the two of them in this video together. together. Yeah. That's yeah. what we cared about. It ain't, ain't anybody just walking around listening to Scream? No. <laughs> There's no play in my also, room. Michael spent a lot of money on videos in general for no reason. Didn't he? I think he was just blowing money. I think he was just, he didn't even care. He was just blowing, <laughs> like, oh, it'll it'll come back. He, it he was his hey, but think about if you was on that crew though, Scott. Like you was uh the cameraman on that crew and you knew Michael was gonna show up anyway, and you was gonna <laughs> cut that check regardless, and you could you you'd be on your phone, like, oh man, I ain't doing nothing. You at work? I mean, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. We're just waiting on Mike. <laughs> he ain't came in four days. <laughs> but we still getting paid. Still getting paid. And back right. then, the budget was high. That's for what I'm those saying. Think about how much the, the man was getting. Crew, yeah, yeah, man. We're going to premiere this after the Simpsons. We're going to premiere this on Fox after the Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> and people don't realize how much that was just a big deal. Like, it's kids good. today will never know what it was like to sit there and be watching TV and knowing that a new music video for Michael Jackson was going to debut right while you're watching TV. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll never know that. Yeah, like, you go to the YouTube, like, there's no anticipation there of stuff, but it's a whole thing. Right, and then you have to wait forever to see it again. Yep. Like, <laughs> you have to wait, you sitting in front of the TV trying to catch it again. Yeah. That is crazy. How many videos I've taped that missed the first couple of seconds? Because like, oh wait, where's the remote? I can't record it. Or if it's the last video, it's getting cut off because the credits of the show yep. is coming off. So now you got to re-record yep. it. <laughs> re-record it. You messed up the recording of it, or the uh, whoever telling my sister D, you didn't rewind it, or you didn't fast forward to the end of the thing, and now I'm taped over something else, messing around with you. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't talk about uh, 2200 Jackson Street um, a little bit more because that, uh, I've, from what I've heard, that Michael Jackson got accidentally brought to the set for that. Like and he didn't know. Like if you look, and if you look back at the video, he didn't know they was like filming that. the video. He thought it was a family get together for real, and they was like, "Hey, and Jermaine, I'm I'm gonna say it's Jermaine." Jermaine was like, "Jermaine, shoot the video." <laughs> like we got him here. If you, as you, if you look in the video, he's looking all around. He ain't even singing directly to the camera, you know. He got the kids oh, on his I'm lap hanging out. Look up the video. I'm gonna have I to remember that video. Yes, man. Michael was yeah. not paying attention. This dude th thought he yeah. went to the regular cookout at the house. He does look like he's at the cookout. He does yeah. look like I came yeah. here to get some, uh, what kind of ribs gonna be ready. And if you notice, that's the last time Mike, Mike messed with the house. them. That's the last time Mike messed with them, too. Because he didn't need their asses. Like, that's it. Like, you ain't need these niggas. No. And, it, and look, and look, and that album is actually a good album on the low. It's got um, uh, Babyface and it produced that whole album, that uh, that Jackson's album. And like, I can see Jermaine being like, but I mean, we got uh, we got Teddy Riley on here. We got uh, uh, Babyface. We got everybody on here. Why, why, Mike, just jump on, just jump on one part on the song. This is, this is a little something for daddy for his birthday or mama for her birthday. That's funny because you're going to make me go back and watch this video because I, I do remember Mike just kind of looking yeah. a little He looks a little out of place, but also he's singing along to 2300 Jackson Street, but he doesn't really look like he, he's kind of 
Right, there's no. He was like, if, if I'm gonna be here, I'm gonna do like, it. This man. ain't my song. <laughs> <laughs> and it's around the same time they did a weird thing. What was it, like the Jackson 25? Remember that was on ABC, where like it was right when Mike got in trouble, and they did that big like uh like thing where Janet Janet did all right at the to start off the show. And it was just all Jacksons performing, and like other people like Diana Ross. Etc. I think it was supposed to be like Joe Jackson's birthday party or something. I think it's Jackson 25. I don't remember that. It's on YouTube. Uh, yep, it's the Jackson 25th anniversary uh, thing. So it's uh, 25th anniversary of Jackson. Okay. And it's like, it's like it coincides with Joe Jackson's birthday. It's like weird. So like the whole show, like they keep saying happy birthday, daddy. Okay, wait a minute. As I'm watching 2300 Jackson Street, <laughs> as I'm just scrolling through the video, okay, the other brothers all got on these vests, and Mike has on this red. Yes, they came. Get up, with the, uh, their, right? uh, no, it's song. like it's fine. Okay, so maybe Mike didn't want to wear the things that they had, but it's very, it's kind of obvious that. He's like it's it just it just makes it just it really makes it seem like he didn't know that this what the, everybody was wearing or this I didn't know where I was going. Like I get like you know there's you can have one person wear something that's a little bit different from the rest of the group, right? But it all's cohesive. No, what Mike has on has nothing to do with what the other brothers have on. Mike was dressed to eat. Exactly. <laughs> Them niggas was dressed to dance. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's the Jackson Family Honors. I'm sorry, I found it's, it's 1994, Jackson Family Honors. That was on ABC. It was on ABC in '94, and it coincides. It's Joe Jackson's birthday too, or something like that. Weird, but um, it was like during that show. That's right when Mike got jammed up too. So like Mike didn't perform, and they were all. It was all basically like somewhat like a propaganda piece of like for Mike them being innocent as well. And I was like, man, y'all Jackson's got some reach. How do y'all just get a two-hour telethon? Yeah, that quick. Ninety-four. <laughs> like, man, like the power were... of Michael's name. It was the power of Michael. Yeah, it's so many. I want to hear good later. stories about some of the music, maybe more. That was one of my things of like how we came up with this song or that song or like how yeah. the music process. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that like I said, I agree with Stacey. I wanted more, but I didn't really know what. I don't know what else I want. What I wanted, but yeah, there. I, I maybe that. Maybe go into the music more details of how the songs came about. Yeah, like I mean, I they found went into out control. That, like know, I found out PYT is Quincy Jones's wife uh, had that printed on her uh, panties, and he said we should what? do a song about it. That's where PYT <laughs> came from. <laughs> oh, I did not know that. Yes. So his <laughs> wife came in the room, I guess, when they finna do their thing, and she got PYT on the panties. And he was like pretty young thing, and he gets he rolls over, calls Michael was like PYT put a pin in it, uh write some for. It. So that's why you have the slow mid tempo version. If y'all remember I that did demo not version. Know that. So oh. so <laughs> so Quincy Jones so much. We gonna find out some bad stuff about him at some point. I feel because it just feels like it's swarming. Because he goes that ain't what I was thinking. Because it, it's that slow mid tempo version he wrote. The one that I was on the line, the one that's the one that's real slow. She's just a that one. He was like, nah, that's not what she need to be doing. Call James Ingram, and they came up with that disco. But he's like, oh no, that's what was happening at night. 
was that Piedmont team. <laughs> you know, uh, Janet was saying back background on that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, Chrissy Jones, please don't have nothing going on with you. Because then some of them stories around, like, some of them songs was like, what was you doing, Quincy? Just, the more you learn about Quincy Jones and conversation, like I said, Will, if you, uh, I will always talk about this Will Smith book, but him talking about conversations that he had with Quincy Jones, um, just, Quincy used to drink is my official <laughs> answer to most things. Um, it, basically, any story at this point you're going to tell me about Quincy Jones, my response is going to be, well, you know, Quincy used to drink. Be, be drink. Um, <laughs> he, used to, he used to drink. But there, like I said, Will didn't have any crazy stories, but just some conversations that he would have with Quincy. Quincy would be like, nah, man, fuck that, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I think that's just really how he was. They'd get a little, couple of sips in him and uh, start talking a little reckless. <laughs> Quincy. Oh, man. So, Janae, let's tell us a little bit about your podcast, everybody about your podcast a little bit and where they can check it out and what they can expect. Oh, the podcast is Just Another Black Girl on the MIC. It's pretty much just a free-for-all for Black women. You know, I wanted to give Black women only um, a platform to discuss whatever they want to discuss. So we'll do entertainment, music. We do, commu- I mean, I talk to community activists. I talk to the everyday Black woman, you know, medical professionals. Just if you're a Black woman and you got a story to tell. I mean, you had my my, my baby mom in a future life, Ananda Lewis on there. I was like, oh, okay. I did. I think that's one of, besides the one about COVID, I think Ananda Lewis is the, the most popular one on there. Uh, the I mean, that's probably me listening four first. times. Huh? I, I gave you four downloads on that <laughs> And she was amazing. So we actually are trying to schedule a follow-up because, uh, you know, she was going through her battling cancer, whatever, mm-hmm. and she, uh, we wanted to come back a year later and, you know, talk about it. And she wanted to give people an update. But yeah, so, you know, I want to talk to Black women that are just going through things like that. Like she she's going through breast cancer, but she is opting not to do chemo. She's opting to, you know, take a natural approach to it. She doesn't want to do the radiation. So there are other women, you know, out there that may want that choice. So I like to do stories um, that'll inform you. You learn something from each episode, hopefully. And you can find it on Spotify um, and Apple. I'm getting ready to relaunch it. I took a break into 2021. Just wanted to clear everything out. And so it'll relaunch at the top of next month. I know you had thoughts on Tevin Campbell before. This is how this all came about. You you had some thoughts on the Tevin Campbell uh, episode uh, with uh, Usher. Um, you know, I like I said before we started recording, I loved me some Tevin Campbell. I can't. I'm getting my years mixed up. Or when when did his second album drop? Because I feel like after the second album, it just went down. I don't know what year. Ninety three. Uh, Ninety four. Uh, Was that his second one? Ninety three. Ninety four. Okay, ninety three. I'm ready. Ninety three. And so then mm-hmm. Usher came out. Not call me a Mac Usher, but my way came out when like ninety six, ninety seven. Ooh, then he had the self titled album. The first, uh, the first Usher album 90. with uh, with so many ways on there and stuff. And um, yeah, that was ninety five. Yeah. So wait, wait. So then my way was ninety seven. Yeah. Okay. So you think my with uh, can you get with it and stuff on there? That's that's like ninety four, ninety five. Because I feel like people really started to take notice. So I will say the, the the young girls around me and my friends, they started to take 
notice of Usher was my way. I agree. Right. We knew Kim would do it. Yeah, there's so, no, no but debate. I think, I think at that time, no, I don't even think I was checking for Tevin Campbell. Like, I don't, yeah. he just was, I don't know what happened. After I'm ready, he, Tevin just kind of disappeared. So when Usher came about, I don't know. I guess he did. I don't, was it anybody in between that? Ooh, I mean, I not anybody young. I mean, I guess, I guess if you throw immature in there or something, but they're a group. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I guess I guess it, it would have been Usher would have yeah been the next the next Prince. But they had Tyree singing all the grown man songs. <laughs> That's true. But I guess with, I don't necessarily because I don't necessarily think well I guess I was gonna say I don't necessarily think he took the title. I feel like uh, Tevin just didn't even have it at that point. When Usher when Usher he came my way, like yeah, it was just it was gone. <laughs> he didn't even have the no one had the title to take it because. It was quiet on the front from Tevin Campbell, so Usher was able to slide in and just do his thing. And thankfully, the music was bomb, but mm -hmm. you know he was able to come in because the lane was wide open at that point. Shout out to Jermaine Dupri. Jermaine Dupri. So, like, so yeah, first album was '91. Uh, Tevin Campbell's second album was '93. Then the Goofy movie was like '95. Which one? The Goofy movie. And then, yeah, they just, just slide on in. So that is, that is that's actually very interesting. The idea that like did Tevin just yeah he just kind of disappeared. Did he give up his own title? Because like I mean, because then by what was it the ninety six was back to the world, mm -hmm. and that's when he had the mystical braids. Yep. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, so like, so Usher, the first Usher's first album was out '94, and either you had it or you didn't, or you had a single or something. But then, my way is what broke him through. Yeah, That's my way what took them took just took him to the top, and it just went on from there. He just continued yep. to <clears throat> yeah. He, he held the crown for a while, but I think when he came in, it was the perfect time because no one had it. <laughs> And so he was just able to come in and take it over. Sometimes people are a benefit highly from perfect timing. Oh, yeah. um, I've said before to Beyonce benefited from perfect timing. Um, and I would never, I'm never going to say that she would have never gone solo. That's not true. She would have absolutely, that was going, it was going to happen. When she did go solo, it was the perfect time for her to do it. Like there, it just, there was no one else doing it or no one, wasn't nobody else singing, uh, dancing, or you had some people that could dance or they couldn't sing or they could sing and they couldn't and, dance. And like, and she, she had the complete package. At she the had right the complete time. package yeah. and then she came in right when she needed to. People mm -hmm. like, oh, if Aaliyah wouldn't have died, Aaliyah wouldn't have died, Beyonce still would have gone solo. She may, it may not have happened that month or year it may have happened a couple of months later or a couple of months before but it still would have happened it was it's inevitable that she would have gone so low like it just wasn't never not gonna happen yeah i got a chance to see destiny's child the original this is how old they came to um what's the place in westport i was westport. there i was westport there. Pop, was it like the sprite 
that's when I that's when I tried to holler at uh, Beyonce and told her ask her to go to the second shake. I've told this story. Yeah, because they were like, we got tickets from the <laughs> Shell gas station on Lucas and Hunt for free. They were like handing out these little tickets, and my aunt got them, and she came and picked us up and dropped us, me and like three of my cousins off. She was like, they were giving out these free tickets at the Shell on uh, Lucas. <laughs> this one, Bills, 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 first came out. Like Bill Bills and yeah. dropped for real. Yeah, this was when they first came. so, but you could tell the star power in Beyonce then. Mm -hmm. But this is when they had first came. I don't even know the first album it was no, no, not no, 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 no. Yeah, it was in huh? between the first and second album, Janae. It was, it was, because I didn't even I mean, think the first one was out. I thought that they had just, like, it was a promo for the first one. It was a summer '99. Mm. So, Bills, 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 writings on the wall, wasn't it? No, what was the first? Writings on the Wall wasn't the first one. That was the no, second. No, that was the second. That's the second album. Yeah, but that this was, was summer '99, though, because I remember that was. This was when they because it was they did that show for free. Yeah, this was so it was they must have just dropped the first one or they were about to drop the first album. Well, it was it already, were, no, this was the second. They were you I'm think they were going to? Yeah, this hmm. dropped the, the, but nobody really knew about except for No 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 is the only single they had that we knew about, even oh, though they had the first album. Yeah. Yeah, that was right. off the first album. Yeah. Well, that no, that and um with me. Yeah, but that's um, those weren't popular songs in '99. It was like, oh, you got the album, you knew it. You, knew you didn't know it. them, but no, 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 and and you had to get the remix version with Wyclef to even know that. Wyclef, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, well, that's for me though. Their videos were on. So um for with me, the I used to see that video, and then I saw the uh, no, no, no part one on Midnight Love. The slow one. <laughs> I love like, that's the how slow. I was, like, that's how I was like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, well, this is way better than that Wyclef shit. I, when Destiny Child came out, when No, No, No came out, the, the, the remix, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? And I was not interested at all in this group, period. It literally took me hearing the slow version on Midnight Love to say, okay, wait a minute. Now I'm paying attention. And then when other songs started coming out, it was like, oh, okay, but still... Never would have thought that they were. I mean, how many girl groups have we seen coming on? Okay, hey, you, you, you know what for me? Was in that jagged edge video, <laughs> right? So that part nobody talks about that. Got there is more than one version of Gotta Be, yeah. and Destiny's mm -hmm. Child is in a version of Gotta Be. Well, I, I've only seen the Destiny's Child version. I didn't know there was another. There's one. A, that's yeah, another one. They got on like some red suits or something. Yep, there's a whole other version. Once, once Destiny got a little. Got a little popular, then that version, the version with them, started showing up. Yeah, but it wasn't. They were not always. That's not the original video. Well, Janae, thank you for coming on with us. We have. Thanks for having me. Thanks yeah. for having me. This is fun. I mean, we always just kick and talk music like this. We just talk about random, random, random topics. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love the '90s. Anything '90s R&B, I love it. And, and, and for the record, Bills, Bills, Bills came out June of '99. So it, I know it was that was the song that just came out when that that concert. Because everybody was like Destiny's Child, and I was like, it's his girl Beyonce, though, G. <laughs> and I remember they were getting out in their band. So if anybody knows how Westport is, that under thing that goes up under uh used to be Ozzy's yeah. right there. Ozzy's. They was parked in their van over there. So I had my video camera trying to be like Frenchie. And I was over there with, with, with my boys with the camera. I was like, hey, man, put me on camera. I'm, I was like, I'm going to show the world my Mac. Like, so I was like, I want you to videotape me approaching them. So we, we saw and wait for the van to come out. The van come out. They walk out. I was like, hey, hey, ladies, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Uh, you know, if y'all want something to eat and everything, we got you with the steak and shake. <laughs>
Hey, that's all my rap had was the steak and shake. <laughs> Not the steak and shake. Oh my goodness. I mean, Trying to buy me a Frisco melt was good. Like yeah, um, I was a senior high school, that's what I had. You know what I'm saying? Like they might have went. I feel like they were like, oh, they really like yeah, you know, I was like, I wish I had like when I had no cell phone and then I was like, oh you know, hey man, hey man, you got your page on you like is your page on? Like is your page wow. how about you page him? You put in, you know, DS is your code, and then you know, we'll come through and scoop y'all up. Where y'all staying at? <laughs> and it was like We'll call you. Oh, okay. Right. Mm. <laughs> then I said some other ridiculous stuff. Like, you'll see me again, right? Nope. Wow. <laughs> you tried. I mean, you had an A for effort. You tried. I'm not mad at it. You shot the, the tape is out there, too. With the, thing. the tape is out there, too. It's out there. But it's from, like, far away. So it's not, it's like, it's like one of those, like, uh, like the uh, animals in the wild where somebody like recording and you like, hey, is, is he going to make it? And you see my relaxing, like, oh. No. <laughs> Your friend didn't know how to zoom in. He didn't know how to oh, zoom in. Oh, this is this is this is early camcorders. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody knew what they was doing. If you wasn't right there up on nothing, you ain't getting nothing. <laughs> like you can zoom, but she wasn't really doing better with the zoom. Like it's just <laughs> you might as well just step forward if you rather than using the zoom. Exactly. That's too funny. Well, where can everybody hit you up, Janae, as well, social media wise? Oh, Janae Renee, pretty much everywhere. Janae Renee on uh, Instagram, just run it together. On Twitter, it's Janae underscore Renee. And same thing on Facebook, Janae Renee. All right. Well, thank you all for listening as always. And uh, we'll see with the comments, Stacey. I know they're they ready for you. I know what y'all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all, peace.